Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Welcome to a new episode of Your Daily Scrum with professional scrum trainers, Todd Miller and Ryan Ripley. We get, to, we get together each and every day to help you get better at scrum each and every day. Like and subscribe so you never miss a video. Check out the description to learn more about Todd and I, our book, our classes, everything we do through scrum.org and all that cool stuff. Leave your comments and questions below. Your comments and questions tend to turn into future videos. All right, Todd, today we have an interesting, edu hopefully educational video. Um, we see this kind of topic crop up almost everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, we get a lot of questions that involve this. We have a lot of people hold off on asking questions because of this. Um, so we thought we'd go ahead and address it. What is the Dunning-Kruger effect? Take it away, Todd. Yeah, so I know there's a small font here, so I'm going to read it. The Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias whereby people with low ability, expertise, or experience regarding a certain type of task or area of knowledge tend to overestimate their ability or, or, or knowledge. Some researchers also include in, the, in their definition the opposite effect for high performers, their tendency to underestimate their skills. So for high performers... We call that imposter syndrome. Maybe we'll make a video about that next, but we're here to talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect where people with low ability tend to overestimate their ability. Pulling up a picture now. What do you think of this, Ryan? Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. We see this. Um, I think this is something that's present in every field. <clears throat> there are people that, uh, I think sometimes this is just a matter of you don't know what you don't know. Actually, I have... An experience here. I went to Agile Coach Camp back in, oh, when was it? 2015? It's probably seven, maybe it was earlier than that, seven or eight years ago. And I thought I, I knew something. I had read a few books. I'd gone to some classes. I thought I was clever. And I didn't even realize that I was in a group with people like Don Gray and Esther Derby and Diana Larson and, and just the uh, George Dinwiddie and just some really brilliant people in the Agile community. And I started spouting off something, and it was actually one of Esther's quotes. And she's sitting right next to me, and she goes, yeah, it's a really good quote. And I turned to her, I go, yeah, I, I, lo I love it too. And she goes, 
yeah, I'm Esther. Who are, how are you? And, and, you know, Don Gray at one point pulls me aside and says, Hey, you have some promise. Uh, why don't you be quiet and listen? You know, he said it a lot nicer than that. He's like, he's like, you, you would probably benefit from listening for a while. And he really, you know, what was great about that group? Like I thought I knew something clearly I didn't. Um, and what was nice about that group is they kind of, instead of just blasting me and, and going, you know, this guy's a clown, which they probably would have been right to say, you know, Don, especially, and Esther, I mean, they were all wonderful. They just pulled me aside and said, Hey, calm down. Yeah. We, we, we see some potential here. Why don't you listen and learn and uh, we'll, we'll help you along the way. And that, then we ended up doing agile for humans together. We did a lot of podcasts and I don't know, maybe, maybe it was like eight years ago, but over that time, I've certainly mellowed out and, and decided to be a learner instead of, you know, uh, you know, pr- pretending that I know something and mm-hmm. it really helped me out. But man, Todd, I fell into this really hardcore at the beginning of my agile journey. Yeah, this is such a reminder to me to not let our cognitive bias get in the way. You know, and I, I, I relate this. I do a lot of stuff outside. I like nature a lot. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. I was just watching the show alone. And I, I'm going to mess up the quote from the person that put it on there. But they were they were talking about how um, how not to allow your previous biases make decisions for you when you're coming to um, survival and nature, right? And I parallel, parallel that to like fishing, right? I do a lot of fishing in the ocean. And just because a spot was really good last year or the year before that or the past five years doesn't guarantee that it's going to really be a good spot this year because of the way that Mother Nature changes. However, I cognitively, des- I, I desire and want to be there, right? And so... Um, Letting go and understanding that you don't know what you don't know, whether that is with coaching or with fishing or with scrum or with whatever, right? Even if you feel like you are of high competency, even if you feel like you have completely mastered a subject, uh, if you think and you feel that way, you probably haven't. Um, I, I always used to quote and say in classes and it used to bother people. I haven't said this for a while but all experts are dead, right? Uh, because um, if you consider yourself to be an expert, then you've probably cocked, you've probably zeroed into the fact that you think you know every single potential outcome in something. Uh, where in what we often do is not the case, right? You know, I'll never forget. Uh, I, I got to do a workshop with Ken Schwaber um, many, many years ago. And part of our scrum.org workshop has always included some sort of, you know, on a scale of one to 10, you know, where would you put your scrum experience? Right. And we gauge that as trainers because um, we want to make sure that, you know, we understand at a high level who's in the room and if we need to make adjustments. And I'll never forget, like Ken rated himself at like a six or a seven out of 10. And I and someone called him out on it and said, what do you mean you create it? And he goes, yeah, I'm still discovering things about it and I'm still curious and I'm still learning. And I just thought, wow, you know, the creator of the framework or the co-creator of the framework is not claiming a 10 where other people were claiming eights and nines, you know, and it's just it's one of those where maybe it's maybe he's being modest, perhaps. But I also think he's just being honest that maybe there's still some things about it that are unknown that are being discovered. Or it, it was just such a, a cool awareness moment. You know what I mean, Todd? Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, and I'll be I'll be honest. How many times we have found in our classes when someone comes in and we see a nine and we see a ten, specifically in the advanced scrum master class, the PSM two class, and at the end of class they're like, "Holy smokes, I'm like a three. Yeah, you know, because that class is all about opening your mind to understand that you don't know what you don't know, and the best thing you can do is. Um, be clued in enough to understand what options you may have in a certain circumstance as a scrum master and not always be biased by the previous options that worked for you. And I think that's what this is talking to a bit. I mean, we could probably have taken this in, in a negative direction. I think we've both been on either side of this experience yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody going through the Dunning-Kruger effect or um, been it ourselves. But I think this this is just such a good reminder um, to, 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 to not be biased. Um, based off of your previous experiences, try to try, try not to be. Yep. Very good. Thanks for bringing this forward, Todd. It's a, it's a great topic and it's one that I think scrum masters and agile coaches and people that work with others are going to run into constantly. So very well done. Uh, let us know in the comments, what you think about the Dunning Kruger effect. Have you fallen uh, into this bias? Have you seen it play out in front of you? Let us know. We'd love to hear your stories as well. Like and subscribe so you never miss a video. Check us out on socials. Some videos are going to pop up. They're pretty awesome. Uh, it's our Scrum Met, our Scrum Framework playlist and our EBM playlist. You should also check out Successful Facilitation. It's a new playlist on helping you become a great facilitator. Some merch is going to pop up. I'm a big fan of the hoodies. Uh, the hoodies are great. Pick one up. Uh, you deserve it. <clears throat> For Todd, I'm Ryan. I'm still nursing a cold. Um, go forward and do some great scrum things. Story points are trash. They're even trashier than this cough. And uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.